Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. Hope you enjoy it. In today's episode, we will be discussing once more one of the lesser-known angels known as Ariel or Ariel. Ariel is an angel who is found primarily in Christian mysticism, Jewish traditions and also certain apocryphal and magical texts. The meaning of the name is Lion of God, Hearth of God or Altar of God and interestingly the angel is sometimes described as having a lion's head which has a lot of crossover, obviously, with the Egyptian goddess Sekhmet. Ariel is an angel with a lion's head, so obviously you've got these connotations of protection, of banishment of evil, uh, punishment and protection from sort of demons and kind of negative powers as well. And obviously it's important to remember with regards to Sekhmet, although we're not talking about Sekhmet in this episode, um, Sekhmet later became a, a very powerful protection goddess and you also see the kind of more uh, positive aspect of that in the goddess Hathor as well which is I've sometimes spoke about as being the reverse side of Sekhmet. The name Ariel um, occurs in lots of different texts. It occurs in the Hebrew Bible, Isaiah 29.1, 29.2 and 29.7 where it refers to the city of Jerusalem and mystics traditionally are said to have used the name Ariel as a poetic name for the city of Jerusalem and Israel as a whole, as well as in practical Kabbalah, um, Ariel is, is regarded as the originator of the order of virtues. From a non-angelic context, the name Ariel is also mentioned in Samuel 23.20 and Chronicles as well as referring to men of valour, of Moab. The name Ariel also appears in Ezekiel 43.16, and again referring to this altar hearth, and also um, in the Gnostic point of view, the Ariel angel or spirit was sometimes associated with being the ruler of the winds. Ariel as an angel is also one of the angels of the Shem HaMeferesh, I'm going to be doing an episode on that, so it's quite a complicated subject. But essentially, the Shemha Meferesh, or explicit name, is a list of 72 angels derived by ancient Kabbalists. Combined, these spirits are believed to comprise the secret name of God. Um, As I said, we will be covering the Shem in another episode, as it's a very complicated subject. However, in essence, the Shem is a teaching that comprises of 72 angels who are separate to the the main archangels and angelic orders of the Kabbalistic Tree of Life. So stay tuned and we will be doing that episode in the future. Ariel as an angel or spirit is also mentioned quite a bit in some of the magical grimoires, including the Great Key of Solomon, as well as the Grand Grimoire. Um, 
It's mentioned by Cornelius Agrippa, who was a very famous German occultist who lived in the 15th century and who was a student of the famous abbot Trithemius. Agrippa is primarily famous for his books of occult philosophy, which deal with lots of different subjects within magic, but mainly kind of celestial, angelic, elemental magic, as well as different areas of sort of philosophy and uh, mathematics as well. And they're definitely worth reading. So if you haven't got them already, are definitely worth checking those out. Agrippa mentions Ariel in his Occult Philosophy Book 3, Part 3, in a section titled How Sometimes Names of Spirits Are Taken from Those Over Which They Are Set. And I quote, I find yet another kind of names given to the spirits from those things which they are set over, their names being as it were borrowed from the stars or men or places, or times, or such like things. The divine name being added at the end thus. The spirit of Saturn is called Sabathiel. The spirit of Jupiter, Zedekiel. The spirit of Mars, Madimiel. The spirit of the sun, Semeliel, or Semestchia. The spirit of Venus, Nogarhel. The spirit of Mercury, Kokabia or Kokabiel, the spirit of the moon Jarahiel or Lavaniel. In like manner also they call the spirits which are set over the signs by the names of the signs in order, from Aries, Teletiel, Suriel, Tumimiel, Satamamiel, Ariel, Betuliel, Maskniel, Akrabiel, Kesetiel, Gadiel, Deliel, Dagmiel. Agrippa also um, mentions Ariel in the context of the following. Ariel is the name of an angel and is the same as the Lion of God. Sometimes also it is the name of an evil demon and of a city, which is thence called Areopolis, where the idol Ariel was worshipped. So he's talking about obviously it being an angel, but then also the word being used in relation to uh, demon and the city as well. So... There's kind of multi-uses of this particular angel from the sounds of it. Ariel's also mentioned in another book called The Greater Key of Solomon, which is a translated compilation of magical texts compiled from different manuscripts from sort of the 15th to 17th century. And the most common version of it, it was compiled by Samuel McGregor Mathers, who was one of the founders of the Golden Dawn. Um, in The Greater Key of Solomon, Ariel features several times so the name features on the pentacle of Jupiter, also the pentacle of the sun, and also in the context as one of the rulers of the elements. Ariel's also mentioned in the greater key in relation to being an archangel who punishes demons. And she also appears in a text called the Pistis Sophia as the angel of punishment in the lower world. And I just wanted to quote from the Pistis Sophia, which is a really interesting Gnostic Coptic text, um, which has a lot of interesting uh, wisdom in there. So even if you're not particularly from a Christian background, uh, it, it's quite an interesting book to read uh, if you're interested in philosophy and some of these ideas. So I quote, And Jesus, continuing in his discourse, said unto the disciples, When I shall have returned into the light, preach ye unto the whole world, Say unto them, Slacken not by day and night to seek until ye shall find the mysteries of the kingdom of light. 
that shall cleanse you and render you a pure light and shall bring you into the kingdom of light. Say unto them, renounce the world and all the matter which is therein and all the cares and the sins thereof in a word. All the conversation that therein is that ye may be worthy of the mysteries of light that ye may be saved from all the punishments that are in the judgment places. Say unto them, renounce murmuring, that ye may be worthy of the mysteries of light, that ye may be saved from the burning of the figure of the dog. Say unto them, renounce obedience to the world, that ye may be saved from the judgments of the figure of the dog. Say unto them, renounce invocation, that ye may be worthy of the mysteries of light, that ye may be saved from the torments of Ariel. Renounce a lying tongue, that ye may be saved from the burning rivers of the figure of the dog, shaped one. Renounce false witness, that ye may be set free, that ye may be saved from the same rivers. Renounce boastings and pride, that ye may be saved from the burning pits of Ariel. So as we can see from that uh, quote from the Pistis Sophia, Ariel is very much this um, figure of kind of punishment and a, a threat if you don't kind of behave yourself, um, which is quite interesting. Other mentions of Ariel. So yeah, I don't know whether people are familiar with Edgar Casey. He was a famous clairvoyant and he actually talks about Ariel in his, in his book Angels and Archangels and describes him as being a demon or equivalent to Satan. Uh, I just wanted to quote from Edgar Casey. One in and with whose courts Ariel fought when there was the rebellion in heaven. Now where is heaven? Where is Ariel? And who was he? A companion of Lucifer or Satan and one that made for the disputing of the influences in the experiences of Adam in the garden. John Dee, who was the astrologer royal and a famous magician, also founder and discoverer of the uh, system of Enochian magic with his scryer Edward Kelly, also talks about Ariel as being a conglomerate of Anael, who's another angel that we might talk about at some point, and Uriel. Um, and this idea of it being a kind of uh, earthy spirit <clears throat> is also, I think, possibly where Shakespeare gets the idea from. So in the, if you read The Tempest or if you've seen it at the theatre, um, Shakespeare casts Ariel as a sprite who is bound by the magician Prospero and is generally treated quite badly by the magician. Um, however, the aerial spirit wants to get his freedom. So again, we've got this very closely uh, related idea of the sort of binding of the spirit, which you get from kind of grimoire traditions. There's a, there's a pact between Prospero and the spirit Ariel. And I just wanted to quote from, um, from Tempest, Shakespeare. All hail, great master, grave sir, hail I come to answer thy best pleasure be to fly, to swim, to dive, into the fire, to ride, on the curled cloud, to thy strong bidding, task, aerial, and all his quality. Other mentions of Ariel, he's mentioned by Thomas Hayward in a in his Hierarchy of Blessed Angels, which is quite an old, old book, and I couldn't actually find any quotes from that, but um, worth checking out if you want to kind of explore that a bit more and obviously Milton um, also talks about Ariel in his famous book Paradise Lost as an, a rebel angel 
who is overcome by Abdiel in the first day of fighting in heaven. And this is a quote from Paradise Lost, just to sort of finish. Nor stood unmindful Abdiel to annoy the atheist crowd, but with redoubled blow, Ariel and Ariok and the violence of Ramiel scorched and blasted overthrew. I might relate of thousands and their names, Eternize here on earth, but those elect, angels contented with their fame in heaven, seek not the praise of men, the other sorts, in might, through wondrous and in acts of war, nor of renown, less eager yet by doom, cancelled from heaven and sacred memory, nameless in dark oblivion, let them dwell. And that's a nice quote from Milton, Paradise Lost, to finish. That's all we've got time for tonight. Hope you've all enjoyed this episode. Please stay tuned. Thanks so much to all of you who have followed and written a review on the podcast. I really want to continue this, so your support is massively appreciated. Please check out our website at uk, where you can subscribe to the show. And uh, I'll catch you all soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.